The impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those knuckleheads of liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty. We are coming at you on August 3rd, 2022. And it seems like every day under the Biden administration is just another little bit farther into the abyss. But before we get into any of the show, let me introduce you to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Everett. He is a pilot in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. And my name is Jason McPhee. I'll be your host today. <clears throat> so uh, jumping right into it, um, this uh, show is a little bit focused on the high-tech shepherds uh, keeping the sheep in line. And that's sort of this this crazy misinformation war that we're having where it seems like those accusing of misinformation are often the ones generating the misinformation and case in point we talked about it last time on knuckleheads of liberty or excuse me on our knucklehead noise patrol last time uh and it had to do with biden and his redefining we're trying to redefine on the fly what a recession is uh you know two quarters of negative growth has always been the the accepted definition and it's even been used by biden himself in pointing at trump <laughs> when trump was president so i mean this is this is nothing new and suddenly because this uh is very it's, it's an inconvenient truth for the biden administration that he's in a recession when when uh so many people thought that uh things would be in a bit of a boom for him coming out of COVID. Um, <clears throat> now he is literally just trying to, uh, you know, kind of say the dog ate his homework or something. He's trying to say uh, that, well, well, it depends upon what you call a recession. So maybe we could get the visual up there. Um, so the, the, the White House spokesperson, literally, just as she won't define what a woman is, she won't define what a recession is now <laughs> either. She just says, I know we're not in one. <laughs> so... <laughs> But she, uh, when pressed, she literally uh, refuses to define what a recession is and then cites other sources to go ask them. Uh, mostly uh, this uh, National Bureau of uh, Economic Research, the INBER, um, is, is uh, what she's referring to, which is a government entity. Um, so anyways, we're, we're going to jump into a few more uh, issues on that. But let, let me kick it over to you guys right away. What, what do you guys think about that i mean this is just absolute lunacy you know you don't you don't like the argument you just change the words on the fly so that you don't have to confront the argument well, what? yeah let's let's listen to what the nber says in their q and r or q and a uh section when the question is what indicators does the committee use talking about nber the committee she says they go by uh, to determine peak and trough dates. Okay, so these are the dates that when, you know, that, you know, when a recession occurs, if you're going to have one, or a trough in the uh, economic activity. So they talk about the determination of them is based on a range of monthly measures of aggregate real economic activity published by federal, federal statistical agencies. Then she, they go through a, a list of a few of them you know, um, 
things like uh, payroll employment, non-farm payroll employment, personal consumption, so on and so forth. The last sentence says it all. And I read to you, quote, there is no fixed rule about what measures contribute information to the process or how they are weighed in our decisions. <laughs> so essentially, they just make it up as they go along. So the NBER, this company, this, uh, this agency, I guess a federal government agency, probably paid for by taxpayer uh, money, I'm assuming, uh, is uh, <clears throat> just totally winging it. They have no basic, I mean, if you can't come up with a date of, of the trough, then how do you know when the recession began or ended? Correct? Exactly. Right? If you have no rule, no, and they admit they have no rules about how to determine that. Well, and Tim, it sounds very much like this is saying, look, we're the shepherds. We're not going to give you sheep any objective measures to think for yourself. Right. Just just have faith in what we're telling trust you. Trust us. That's trust exactly. us. Yeah, this, this, is, this is religion. Trust us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You, you, you know, but right. Tim, that information that you just read, is is that recent wordage or was that there previously? Previous to this whole controversy? This, this was the partic- Yeah, it, it was, uh, I can't remember the month, but it was in 2021 because they were given oh. examples of 2020. Uh, and, you know, the, the, uh, basically examples of how they, they basically had nothing to say. So then if you read the whole thing, every word, all they're saying is that they have nothing to say, you know, basically, because they have but, no criteria yeah, what, but, whatsoever. But, you see but the it was in 2021. Yeah. It was not recent. It was not like, oh, they came up with this because of Biden. Biden. They've always, they've always, I think Biden just wanted to use them because they had no standards and they admit they have no standards. <laughs> they have no rules by which they determine yeah. dates of a of a trough or, or a peak in economic activity. No, none. No, nothing. So basically, they're free to call whatever they want a trough and call, call it a peak. Maybe the peak is a trough and the trough is a peak. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? So which, which, which really raises the, the question, the very interesting question, if the N um, N E R B I think is what what no, N B E R N B E R yeah if they don't know when whether we have in a recession or not and the administration is saying that we are not in a in a recession how the hell do they know that yeah what, what, if, I, the, I, if the people that they are sending us to they're telling us to go talk to these people they don't have anything to tell us where we are in a recession or we're not in a recession. But the Biden administration, who are using these people as their source, is telling us we are not in a we are not in a recession. How the hell do they know? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I can't think of a bigger, better agency to, to send people to for a definition when the agency itself has no definition. I mean, <laughs> well, wouldn't you send them to there to that agency if you didn't want a definition for a, for a recession because you don't want to be pinned down as having been presiding as president over a recession? Well, yeah, of course, you you, exactly. you want to send them to some place that has zero rules by which to establish when a recession occurs. Well, they, they sound, yeah. 
Well, I'm just going to say it sounds very much like post hoc storytelling. You know, they see what comes in, and then they'll tell you whatever narr- you know, whatever fits the narrative yeah. afterwards that that you know best comes based, out for them. Based on what party is occupying the White House. Exactly, exactly, and it's it's it's, it's quite interesting to see the media, okay, and big tech and left wing economists doing everything they can to protect. The, the, the Biden administration. Paul Cogman saying, no, it doesn't matter. We are not in a recession. When that, that's an excellent segue real quickly. On, uh, I, I wanted to bring up the next article real quick because Wikipedia actually did something very strange. And this has to do with the snow job that Leon was just starting to uh, segue into. But yeah. uh, uh, Wikipedia had just changed the definition uh, to it had included uh, two negative growth quarters, uh, ne- you know, two uh, negative quarters of GDP, and that was you know part of the standard definition. And then suddenly it got removed, and then they locked editing. So uh, they are saying that that's what we're going with. And you know, I, I this really disturbs me. I, I've heard, I think it's uh, Sanger was one of the uh, co. Yes, and and he's talked about this before, too. I've, I've seen an interview with him where he uh, uh, talked about how he thought this was going in a disturbing trend with Wikipedia, where they tended to be taking, you know, kind of left wing narratives in some of their uh, in some of their articles. Um, and, you know, I have. I really think that what Wikipedia does is uh, just an awesome thing that they put together this this uh, this free encyclopedia. And I've been a donor to it before in the past. And, you know, I tell you, I really question doing that in the future. If I know that this is just going to be some kind of propaganda mill now for, uh, you know, the Democrat Party. I anyways. uh, And and not not just this. And uh, uh, Leon mentioned, too, you know, some of the other hacks in the media like Paul Krugman. And we'll talk about him in a second. But but what do you guys think about this? I mean, essentially the social media and some of these other uh, information websites coming out and just going along with whatever, you know, benefits the Democrat party, that suddenly the language just changes. And I, we've seen the same thing happen too, with, I believe the definition of a woman has been changing on the fly too, on a lot of these exactly. uh, uh, websites as well. And, and even dictionary type websites, uh, just absolutely disturbing. Uh, so uh, what do you guys think? Uh, it looks like we lost Tim. Lost we'll him. Get him back soon. But, but you see this, this is the problem, Jason. This is the big problem is that we have the media and government getting together to to provide this, the very disinformation they're trying to, to to complain about, okay? Because since since God knows how long we have always accepted the definition of a of a, what a recession is, but that's not good enough now because Biden is in the White House. Oh, we know what a woman is all along. That's not good enough, this because Biden is the White House. We got to make sure that we have the right, quote unquote, the right definition to be so inclusive. But everything now is just left-wing politics infecting all of our lives. Whether we are talking about the schools, whether we're talking about biology, science, economics, left-wing politics is now infecting it and infecting it in a very bad way. And this is not good for our society in general, because if science, which is really supposed to be the seeker of truth, Okay. Wait, wait, Leon, when you talk about science in the sea, you're not talking about Tony Fauci, are you? Oh, <laughs> oh not the science. You're just talking about the science. science. <laughs> yes. Because look at look at all the things that's going on with, with, that went on with COVID, okay? And Fauci and them you know, gave us all this, this damn nonsense. 
most of which now have turned out to be false. Okay? How many people died? I wonder how many people died because of the misinformation that came out because of COVID. Look at the use of hydroxychloroquine, which Trump endorsed. Well, Trump endorsed it, so everybody have to be against it. And they will. Doctors will disqualify. They will try to take away people's license and all kind of stuff. But this is what's going on. The media and government is getting together to provide this information to the citizens of the United States. This is a bad, bad trend. This is not good for our republic. And we better be very, very careful of where we go with, with, with this. Well, and, and quite frankly, I don't know whether or not something like hydroxychloroquine or anything else would have been a positive or negative. But it, it, the, the big issue is that should be open for discussion, especially among doctors. And they were literally suppressing anyone who did not go along with the who's narrative or whatever narrative that the Biden administration was given later on with the COVID issues. Well, so, just to wrong this up, Jason. It is now known that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, a very effective treatment, when given early, a very effective treatment is a therapeutic, very effective for treating COVID. It, the research is there for this. Some of it came up when we were in, um, in Las Vegas in that presentation. I think you saw the presentation too, that those things are effective treatments, but Fauci and company were suppressing it because because Trump Trump in, in, in endorsed that, um, well, he endorsed the, um, he didn't, in those um, ivermectin, but he certainly in those um, hydroxychloroquine. But these people under this information thought that was that was that, that was a bad thing because they wanted to push the vaccines. Well. So, I, yeah, as, as far as that goes, Leon, I, I don't think I saw that particular one, but I, I you know, I, I certainly understand what you're talking about. But I don't want to digress too far, though, into COVID sure. at this point. But I, you know, get yeah. your point is that this is infecting everything. You know, this redefining of the language and shutting down debate uh, yeah. and just saying that you are the science and nobody else can talk, which is the most unscientific <laughs> thing you can say. But uh, speaking exactly. of <laughs> speaking of unscientific scientists, uh, yeah. uh, let's talk about. Uh, uh, I just want to say one thing about Wikipedia, if I could. Okay. Yeah, just uh, it, it, it's right there next to GoFundMe. Every uh, at the end of every year around December, Wikipedia um, puts it out to uh, you know, help contribute because they're they just depend on contributions. Blah blah blah. And I've uh, typically given them money at the end of the year. That ends as of now. Okay, Wikipedia. And it wasn't much. I'm sorry, but I hope you go under. Again, I hope every, all these um, so-called, uh, you know, free information sites um, that that are only free by by maybe direct cost, but they're they're not free to speak as they, you know, it's not a free platform. In other words, yes. anymore, it's gone. Yes. No longer does it serve a purpose for me. So well, therefore, they can go pound sand. <laughs> One thing I would say, though, is that there, when they say when you talk about these free uh, services that sort of stab you in the back, um, you know, like McAfee would talk about, uh, um, I, I don't think, though, that uh, Wikipedia is not that type of thing. They're not selling your information as far as I know or anything like that. It's just an issue that they've got a bunch of lefties that have sort of infected their, their you know, uh, their their. Uh, structure, the, the, yeah, the organization, organization exactly, yes. and yes. and they're steering the the content, I guess, and that's one of the the issues. Hopefully, they can weed that out because I think 
you know, from a libertarian perspective, I mean, Wikipedia has has offered an amazing service in the past. It's just really sad to see it go in this direction. Uh, hopefully it can be fixed and, yeah, and not yeah. thrown out. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, I hope they're sad to see me go in the other direction because mm -hmm. I'm not giving them another dime. Yeah. And, you know, sorry, you know, it's just, just how it is. You know, go, go ahead. You know, there's probably plenty of ultra wealthy uh liberals out there that just love suppression of information as you know there there are probably plenty of people that will give them the money i don't give them anymore so they're not going to get it from me that's all i have to say that's all i can do the only way i can control i can't control what they do i can just control whether or not i give them money exactly and hopefully that signal gets through to them loud and clear <laughs> yeah, and, and right exactly i hope and i hope and pray there's a market solution to this problem because too many too many too much of our high tech is ended up in 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 left in left wing hands and it's causing some real problems in our society but i hope there's a market solution to this problem i really do yeah well, speaking of, uh, I was talking about unscientific scientists, we have uh, surprisingly, un, I guess, uh, economically educated economists <laughs> as well. And that brings us to sort of Krugman and his, I, I guess I want to call it Krugmanomics because it doesn't really feel like economics. <laughs> it just feels like, like whatever the shepherd says, that's what his followers are supposed to, to take. Uh, but yeah, Krugman has come out recently and says, well, you know, it, it doesn't really matter whether or not you call it a recession or not. You know, well, that's that's kind of funny because he, he, he wasn't really voicing that opinion earlier. He just seems to voice be voicing that now that his team seems yeah. to, to need an assist. So uh, and it's kind of a cowardly way to come out too to say, well, it doesn't really matter instead of just, you know, uh, clearly backing his side. Right. Uh, he, yeah. he wants to give himself a little bit of a fig leaf, I guess, if it ever blows back on him. But, uh, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. And he's calling this uh, negativity bias is what this is all, uh, you know. Well, the bottom line is if the definition was was two quarters of negative growth, if that was the standard definition before, then it is or it isn't. You know, we yeah. can either measure that. And, you know, it's one thing. It's an honest thing to say, hey, look, uh, it's true that this says it's a recession, but maybe there's some positive indicators we can feel good about. OK, you can make that argument. But to sit exactly. there and act like, yeah. you know, that, well, the numbers don't matter that don't help me. So we're just not going to talk about yeah. that right now. And uh, let me just uh, give you a little bit of Krugman's background for the, those who may not be well versed in Krugmanomics. So Krugmanomics, uh, Krugman, before Biden came into office, he was talking about the coming Biden boom. <laughs> and that seems to be yet one of the many uh, predictions that he's made that seemed to be rah-rah for the left. It never seemed to quite come true. And, and I also wanted to uh, bring back to his famous quote, and he tries to say, well, this was just sort of a joke. But, um, you know, just given the fact that he's so one-sided, I think you know, we can be a little one-sided and not giving him any charity on this one either. Uh, but he said the growth of the internet will, so this is before, you know, the internet was a big thing, right? He said the growth of the internet will slow drastically as the flaw in Metcalf's law, which states that the number of potential connections in a network is proportional to the square of the number of participants um, becomes apparent. Most people have nothing to say to each other. Oh my God, has he not seen social media? 
<laughs> and he says, by 2005 or so, it will become clear that the Internet's impact on the economy has been no greater than the fax machines. So that was Paul Krugman uh, post-2005, I guess, back in the, maybe that was back in the 90s. I'm not sure yeah. the exact date of that. But it's just, you know, one thing after another. And yet this guy is celebrated in the New York Times as, as the guru for economics. Anyways, you guys want to uh, take a swing at Krugman? <laughs> I mean, how, how this guy won a Nobel, a Nobel uh, Prize in economics is beyond me. But I guess that says something about the politics of the, um, of the, of the committee who makes the selection. I mean, Paul Krugman has been wrong on almost every, every, everything that he have ever predicted. Almost everything. Go back and look at his record. It is horrible. Okay, I'm sure he have had a few cases where he was right about something or the other. But you go back and look at most of the things that he have ever predicted in big public pronouncements. He be even wrong. The man is a jack. Oh God, I can't say that. I'm sorry. Okay, the, the, the man is a JA. Let's let, let, let's put it put it that way. And could never get anything right. And he he, he keeps coming at us with these nonsensical things. Now, just to save Biden from the 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 political damage of having presided over a recession, now he's trying to tell us, oh, you know, we're not in a recession and it really does not matter. The economy is what it is. Yeah, we know that. We know that. We know the economy is, is what it is. But we are in a recession by the definition we, the definition we all knew. The gross domestic product is the largest measure, is the, is the broadest measure of economic activity. And if we see in a shrinking, something is wrong. We know something is going wrong in the economy. It does not mean that everything is wrong, but something in general is wrong and something needs to be fixed and corrected. But Krugman has to defend his, his political friends. So he had to come up with this nonsense, this so-called esteemed economist. He had to come up with this nonsense. This man should retire and just shut his mouth and go retire to some quiet island somewhere and never speak again. And he will, he will help the world the United States and the world greatly by doing that. Well, I'll I'll say it. Paul Krug, Krugman is a, an economic donkey. There, <laughs> I said it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and and apparently, although people don't have any, anything to say to each other, well, he's got way too much to say. That's yes, I, definitely he's got way too much to say, and he ought to stop saying it. But. He'll never stop saying it. He's just, you know, people just hold him up as he's just a Keynesian. That's all. He just, and that's why he never predicts anything right. Because to Keynesians, they're always doing the right thing. If they're printing more money and making more credit and currency in the in the monetary system, then everything should be hunky dory, according to uh, them. They, they they have they see nothing beyond. Uh, oh, what's the consumer spending doing? You know, oh, that's it. That's their that's. It's all they see. Uh, so they're, anyway, it, I trust Bob Murphy, the Austrian econ economist, when he was giving, uh, they no longer do it, but he was doing a podcast called Contra Krugman, and every episode was just him just totally blowing Krugman's nonsense apart. And uh, so, um, you know, I, I had plenty of that, and uh, um I don't need to even hear from Krugman at all. I don't, I don't care what he says because it's wrong. It's always wrong. <laughs> Not enough wrong. Not always. 
gets one right, but he just blunders into yeah. righthood. Yeah. Well, it is funny that that interview that he gave where he said it really doesn't matter whether this is a recession or not. That was with CNN. And, uh, you know, speaking of another institution that seldom recently gets things right as well. <laughs> uh, in fact, they're, they're about to just about wrong themselves right out the door. Uh, yes. But uh, I guess I wanted to lead into our uh, last topic and our knucklehead noise patrol. These two are sort of related. Uh, so uh, recently uh, there was a defendant that was on trial trial uh, for January 6th uh, uh, riot. Um, let's see, his name was uh, uh, Guy Reffitt. And apparently he was uh, being charged uh, because he actually, I guess he had a gun on the premises too. He didn't actually use it or wield it, but I guess he was armed. And so they sentenced him to a stiffer sentence. Uh, uh, but uh, it wound up being um, a, uh, I, I think a Gosh, it was uh, seven years, I think he got. It's but, seven years, yes. Yes, seven. exactly. But uh, the, the, the key issue, though, was that this label of terrorism, when we talk about misinformation, and these these were all trying to, the, the DOJ and the uh, Biden administration was trying to label them terrorists. And the judge rejected that. The judge said in court, look, um, this, this uh, definition does not fit what these people were doing. This was a riot. And so I, I just thought that was... Uh, um, kind of worthy of, of mention here in all of this. Um, but getting, <laughs> just as a segue to our Nugget Noise Patrol, because we're almost out of time, um, Larry Summers is actually trying to tie our economic performance to those January 6th <laughs> rioters. And he's saying that Republicans uh, dismissing uh, attack as a uh, is not much of a you know just just a small riot or something um, is actually worsening inflation he's saying so uh, his exact quote uh, he said um, I, I think the the uh, I think the banana Republicans uh, who are saying that this uh, that what happened on January 6th was nothing or okay are um, undermining the basic credibility of our uh, country's institutions and that in turn feeds through for inflation so i i mean it's just one thing after another they're just trying to blame everything but biden (laughs) and democrat policy for inflation recession and everything else and by the way in the same article uh, he was talking about the upcoming recession as well (laughs) and this was from june well what do you you guys think about that well go, go ahead tim go ahead Okay, I'll make it quick. Yeah, these economic imbeciles like Larry Summers and uh, Krugman uh, both died in the wool um, Keynesians uh, will always try to point the blame for inflation that they create on other people. And in, in which, in this case, I mean, there's no holds barred. Apparently, there's no limit to the, the nonsense they'll go to, including that moniker of calling these people terrorists. Uh, you know, just absolutely no limit that these people will do in their monikers and their their blame uh, throwing around that they'll do. Go ahead, Leon. You know, when when history is written about this January 6th riot, of course, the, the rioters were wrong in what they did. But the prosecution of these people will go down in the history of one of the greatest miscarriage, miscarriages of justice we have seen in the United States. I mean, it's unbelievable what they're trying to do to these people. Because of the, they may they they, they they did wrong. I am not going to defend it. They did wrong, but this madness now comes. Larry Summers trying to say even inflation. They have even they are even infecting inflation. 
And listen to what he's saying, they're undermining the credibility of the government. Really and truly, the government causing our problems and, and, we, and we're not supposed to say anything about it. We're supposed to just be quiet and looking at all the money, of print, printing of money, government and, and all the government spending that is ongoing, that is cheapening our dollar. We're not supposed to say anything about that. We're supposed think, to just be quiet. I think what has uh, undermined our faith in the government is $30 trillion in debt. But unfortunately, that's all we have time for. <laughs> We've reached the end of our show. Uh, but before we, uh, I, I, I guess uh, we'll see you next time. But until next time, stay free. Yes, indeed. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, always. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us at knuckleheadsofliberty.com.